Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Howdy. I think that's us. Welcome to Motorsports Madness. Uh, Once again, coming to you live from the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina. My name is Tom Baker. I'm joined in the studio by Randy Miller, uh, host of the Inside Pass. Randy uh, and I do that on Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Eastern. And uh, seems like just yesterday. Seems like just yesterday <laughs> because it was. Uh, and uh, of course, we tape the show or record the show as we do it live on Thursday nights at 7 Eastern on Performance Motorsports Network and Race Chaser Radio. Also in the studio tonight substituting for Jacob Seelman, um, and he fit into his shoes, which is always a good sign. <laughs> Much better-looking version of Jacob ta- Seelman, oh, too. Ouch. Wow. <laughs> I will not take responsibility for that one. That's wise of you. <laughs> Seth Egger from KickingTheTires.net is uh, subbing in for Jacob. Jacob, hopefully, will be back with us next week uh, because next week – will be the Indy 500 preview show. We're going to talk about it here, too. But next week, Joel Sebastianelli will be joining us once again. Oh, Jacob will be here. That's his Um, best friend. Yeah, so uh, hopefully Jacob will be able to get back in. Um, He is keeping an eye on things for us, though, at uh, the PMN Studio South uh, to make sure that we are actually on air uh, for the live show. And, of course, uh, keeping an eye on things in our studio, as always, is Red, James Mellick, um, the... A teardown specialist for Levine Family Racing and Christopher Bell. And we have got uh, a, a big show for you. We got a lot to cover. Obviously, this, it's weird having a big NASCAR race and a big Indy car and the Indy 500 and it not being May. This is kind of Daytona Road Course preview show, but we're going to talk some other things as well. Eric Nori. Um, you're going to hear from Ayrton Ori. I had to tape the interview because he's on his way to the track. Ayrton, I think, is the only driver in the ARCA race who actually has experience on the road course. Um, and he's just 16 years old, coming out of open wheel racing, but did run a champ car uh, endurance race there a little while ago. So um, I had a chance to talk to Ayrton. We'll uh, play that sound a little later. And uh, we're going to have all kinds of stuff, our picks and whatever. So we'll be back with more of the show right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness kicking off officially. Uh, the, the little opening segment's always fun, but uh, we like it when we start this segment because we actually start talking racing. And, um, boy, there is so much to talk about. The overarching theme tonight is obviously the Daytona Road Course because... With the exception of a relative few, um, nobody's been on it. Uh, the, there are a handful, maybe, or, or so, out of all the drivers that are going to compete this weekend, there are maybe a handful or handful and a half at most in all the out of all the divisions that have been on the road course before. Um, and I'm not really sure how much of an advantage it is going to be other than not needing Google maps to find the way around on the opening lap, which I joked um, with uh, Spencer Boyd about yesterday on inside pass. Um, you know, it's, it, I don't really think because for example, I mentioned Eric Nori in the opening segment um, and Seth, you're, you corrected me that there are two more drivers, in the Arca race that actually have had time on that road course. So Ayrton won't be the only one, but, uh, and I'm not going to give away his story. The only thing I'll say is that the, the the BMW that he raced in the Champ Car Series event, six-hour endurance race, certainly isn't nearly as big or heavy as the ARCA car, which he's never driven. Yeah. Um, and he was brought in, you'll hear him tell it, as a road course ringer by one of his sponsors. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how... Uh, how this all works for him. He's he's a youngster trying to make his way up. And he's doing well, but um, I guess we can start with Arca because I, I mentioned it. 
if you look at the entry list here, I mean, it's mostly the guys you would expect, guys and girls, that you would expect. And it's one of the girls, you say, who has had previous experience, Miss Haley Deegan. Yes, she ran the uh, Michelin Pilot Challenge Series race back in February uh, prior to the Rolex 24. Well, that's interesting. Okay, so... Um, she co-drove with uh, Chase Briscoe that day. Ah, okay. Wow. Okay, so Haley and who'd you say? Will Rogers was the Rogers. other one? Okay. He ran uh, the SCCA race, the same race that Alex LeBay got penalized in for running the Xfinity car, although... We can hear him good. Although LeBay, or although Rogers was running a Mazda, I believe he was renting from Brad Perez. Or Brad Perez. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, you look at the entry list, you got Mad Max in the race. We love seeing Max McLaughlin, and, and uh, he's doing a, a special thing we'll tell you about later. Um, Haley Deegan, uh, Con Nicolopoulos, um, which always reminds me of Elvis's doctor, who was <laughs> Nicopopoulos. Um, so I always get him confused. Russ Lane, Mike Basham, Tim Monroe, Nick Igdalski. Uh, uh, Drew Dollar, give him a holler. Will Rogers, Taylor Gray, Ty Gibbs, Chandler Smith, Sam Mayer, who who has had no experience on the course, but Sam is a road racer. And so Sam is another one. If he races, he's able to race. Um, and he may not be. He's got a relief driver standing by in case. But um, if Sam can go the whole distance, he could steal this. Parker Chase, Brett Holmes, Michael Self, Thad Moffat, Brad Smith, um, we got a TBA in the uh, 54 for DJR Crosley. We don't know who that's going to be yet. Um, Brian Dozat, uh, or Dozier, I guess you call it, you say it. Will Kimmel and uh, Eric Norrie. Um, so not a ton of cars, 22, but probably enough for the, for the first time on the road course. <laughs> oh, it takes two to wreck. Yeah, it's probably going to be Sometimes enough. only one. So it'll be interesting to see where this goes. I feel like this. we're going to repeat a theme as we go division to division here in saying that this track... Could be a wild card in the point standings, and I feel like it. You know, it starts here in the Arca series, um, because you never really know what's going to happen here. But um, you know, it's mostly it's it's a good bit of the oval, um, along with, of course, the infield road course, and um, they've stuck a chicane coming out of oval turn four, Randy. And um, I don't know, other than slowing everybody down a few miles an hour, I don't really know. I guess that's why they did rain it. tires. It's for the rain tires to be effective if they're needed because they can't go over a certain speed and actually stay in one piece. Really? Yeah. I mean, so that it, was why they did it? The same exact reason why it's on the Charlotte Roval. Well, it would also make sense, though, in terms of not having that chicane there. You come basically from turn three all the way to turn one without stopping or without slowing down. So those cars would be carrying an awful lot of speed into turn one if, without uh, that chicane. Over 200, they figured, if they on, I chicane, ra- on iRacing, when I was testing it, I was doing 206 going into turn one before yeah. they added the chicane. Yeah. And what'd you go after? Uh, after 138. Yeah. Wait. 138. That makes that that would make sense because I'm sure you'd have to. So the chicane to to slowed chicane. you down that much. Yes. Wow. Okay. Uh, granted, I'm not I, that I'm not I that good at road to... courses. So. Well. I mean, even if it even if you give half back, it's still one sixty or something. Yeah. I figured maybe it would slow you to one eighty, one ninety, but you know, apparently it'll slow you down. Is it a, is it a downshifting chicane? Yes. Yeah, that's okay, probably why that's you're why. downshifting, yep. and by the time yep. you get back up to speed, you're back into turn one. Well, again, that's so. good because that's. I don't uh, think any car would want to go two hundred six into turn one. <laughs> <laughs> man, yeah, it's going to be really like, interesting. Checking bets on who would want to do that. I don't think anybody was going to raise their hand. Man, oh man, one. yeah, that that would be crazy for sure. Um, so I think uh, 
I think this should be an interesting race. I mean, I still look for, you know, I think Will Rogers would be the one in, in Sam Mayer the, of, of the sort of invaders now. Um, I'll, well, I'll just leave it at that. I was going to make another comment about Ayrton, but I want you to hear the interview. Um, Ayrton would beg to differ. But uh, Will Will Rogers and Sam Mayer, I think, of the invaders uh, would be the two I would look for to challenge for the win. I still think you're primarily going to have your, you know, your same um, guys in Haley Deegan that are typical up in the top five. I think are going to still be in the top five. And this one, outside of maybe those two, um, that would be my my belief. But we'll see. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting challenge for the Yarka uh, group. It's um, it's a three point six mile course for those who are wondering. Uh, so when 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 I tell you that Arca is only running twenty eight laps, um, it's because it's a three point six mile course. It's still slightly over a hundred mile race is where what that equates to. Um, what do you see, uh, Seth, for the Arca? Punch? I, I think it's going to be interesting uh, because you have you're going to have a mix of some experienced drivers on road courses. Uh, Michael Self, whether it's Trans Am, Haley Deegan yep. uh, from uh, the Michelin Pilot Challenge, the Ringers. And you're going to have some that this is going to be their first ever road course. So it's going to be an interesting blend of inexperience and experience. Yeah, it should. It should. Like I said, this should be a very interesting weekend all the way around uh, to see how the drivers adapt to this course. Randy, any uh, thoughts on the ARCA? Well, I was just looking looking at point standings because I was looking to see what the points difference was. Michael Self has a four point lead right now over Brett Holmes. And then it's like. Like ten or twelve back to Drew Dollar. I, I have to look again, yeah. but I was looking to go back to see the last time that Arca ran a road course race on the east side of things, and I, I it wasn't in the last couple of years. So it'd be interesting. I don't even know the last time that they would have run a road course um, race. I, I, I would assume Watkins Glen would be the last road well, course it, race. Watkins yeah. Glen, and, and they've they the, run uh, uh, they've also New run Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey, oh, New Jersey. New Jersey Motorsports okay. Park okay. was the other one. I was trying to see if anybody been. in the field yeah. would have had you know some sort of semi experience. Yeah, I mean, obviously no, I think there's only the three uh, yeah. that we mentioned. Yeah. Um, and when you look at the uh, Sioux Chief Showdown standings right now, as you said, Smith is six up on Self, and then Sam Mayer is. Uh, is third one behind Michael. So you've got about a seven point differential through the top three and then nine points to Ty Gibbs in fourth and 10 points to Brett Holmes in fifth. Um, so that's why you're seeing some of these guys that you wouldn't necessarily like Max McLaughlin. He's running the whole um, Sioux Chief showdown schedule, I believe. So um, he'll run Gateway, Bristol, Memphis, and Salem. Um, if those tracks, I, I don't, in fact, I, I shouldn't even mention that cause I don't know how many of those are even still on the schedule. I think Bristol may be the only one. Are we going to gateway? Yes. Get, okay. So I believe so. Yes. So worldwide technology raceway at gateway Bristol. I don't think Memphis is on the schedule still, but I could be wrong. And then, um, Salem was scheduled, but again, who knows? Um, everything's changed now. So, um, should be interesting. The, uh, Arca race comes up. I think it's tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, it's so, uh, tomorrow at five p.m. Yeah, five p.m. Yep, and it's on Mav TV. Mav TV and Track Pass. And then you're yeah, if you got the Track Pass, you can watch it on there. Okay, so with that, uh, we're going to step aside. When we come back, we'll get to the NASCAR National Divisions. Should be a lot of fun. We'll be back with more motorsports madness right around the corner. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. We continue with Motorsports Madness and talking trucks now, one of my favorite subjects to talk about at any point. And I feel like um, this was going to be a different discussion until it was announced that Alex Tagliani was jumping into the Kyle Busch Motorsports truck uh, for this event. He'll be in the 51 Toyota. Um, Now I feel like this is a discussion about who can beat Alex Tagliani. Well, there might be a few truck drivers that have experience on the road course. Ben Rhodes comes to mind as part of the uh, Ford driver development program. He went through the 
the Michelin Pilot Challenge Series last year and earlier this year. Uh, Matt Crafton's even done that. Uh, Grant Enfinger, and I believe Johnny Seller may have. I know Ty Majeski did as well. So there are going to be a few regulars that have some experience. Might only be a race or two, but they have some experience on the road course. Otherwise, it might be the t- Alex Tagliani Invitational. I mean, I understand the trucks go to Canada, Randy, and run. Uh, in fact, this race basically is replacing that as, mm-hmm. as a road course race for the trucks. Um, most sport uh, not able to go this year because of the situation with COVID and the border. Right. Um, so, but I just feel like, yeah, a number of these drivers have driven road course races and some, you know, obviously a number of them um, over the years in the trucks, just that one race a year. But man, Alex Tagliani is, I would argue, the supreme natural road racer in this group. Um can anybody beat the 51 truck this weekend? I don't. You could put Bozo the Clown on the 51 truck. And anybody <laughs> could really beat him. But, I mean, there's always going to be, in every entry list, there's going to be these road course ringers. But that term has kind of been loosely, you know, termed the last several years because there's really no such thing anymore because all of these kids that have come up in these series have now become the road course ringers themselves. So, yeah. You know, you we'll get to the Cup Series in a minute, but, you know, guys like Chase Elliott has, has really mastered that craft. And gone on to, to to do big things. I mean, there's some there's some uh, some trucks in the field that you probably have to keep your eye on. Um, but I mean, for the most part, I mean, if you're good, you're good. No matter where you race at, you're going to be yeah. good. Um, but yeah, you definitely have to keep your eye on the 51 truck because uh, you know Tags is, is obviously good at all the road course races. So I'll I'll agree with most of that. Uh, Christian Eck is his teammate. This is his first road course start ever. This weekend could be his last. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> he starts second. He starts second. There, there you go. Uh, who's who's on the pole? Uh, Zane Smith. Okay, so uh, Zane... Tagliani starts twenty first. Zane's done some yes. road course racing. Uh, uh, one in the other West series and such. I think one other uh, notable ringer, at least in the truck series, I would say Scott Legacy Junior. Uh, he's running the On Point Motorsports truck. He starts thirtieth, uh, number thirty. F- funny enough. Oh yeah, but, I see him now. But, I missed it when I. But outside of him, most of the ringers either only have a handful of starts at Daytona, or starts that are in series that I at least couldn't find the stats for. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like this one of all of the national division races, I feel like this one to me has the most extreme potential. In other words. It could be absolutely the best race, or it could be a complete disaster. We could we could um, go ahead and turn two with one truck left. Yeah, I, I just feel like this one is the one that has. If you're if you're just you know trying to sort of um, in in a bar graph or some sort of thing that shows you the, I feel like this one is the one that that, that is the biggest wild card of the three because um, most of these guys haven't had much experience, and if they have. It's only been at most sport, and it's only one time a year um, in a truck. And I don't know. I just feel like this way. It it should be, uh, I feel like, an interesting few first few laps. Of course, that's probably true in all the divisions. But this one, I just feel like because of the mix. I mean, you got drivers like Carson Hosevar running this race that, I mean, Carson's a very little experience. Um, and, you know, he's part of the Chevy uh, development program driver's edge program and i feel like carson uh certainly has a bunch of talent but i don't think he's done much of any road course racing that i know of so 
It just will be interesting to see how this works out. You said Tags was starting 21st. Yes. Ooh. See, if I was, I, I think Spencer needs to start thinking about what we asked him the other, yesterday about just parking it in turn one and waiting for a minute for everybody to get, <laughs> get out of the way and see how many cars don't make it out of turn one and just drive right by. Drive right by. Well, I mean, well, Spencer uh, starts 24th, but uh, the other driver that I'm, I would pay attention to is Parker Klingerman because he has run uh, pretty decently on road courses That's in the true. past. Parker is a decent and, road course And racer. he starts 16th. So as long as they can figure out how to get rid of that tire rub he's had every single race this year, yeah. I think he might be a factor. It's the permanent tire rub. <laughs> I wonder about what did Rafael Assard used to do in uh, Canada? Can, uh, CTMP uh, exhibition place. So he would be, he, he, he's another one yeah, that could be a sleeper one. here. You know, and Rafael, I feel like, um, you know, a lot of people I think expected more out of him than what I thought he would give this year, just because I feel like he was really green coming in and was probably a year ahead of himself, which is completely fine. Um, you know, he'll he'll come out next year if if they're patient with him and they leave him in the truck again next year, he'll come out next year and run way better. Um, you know, he's a smart kid, but I feel like this could be Rafi's chance. It very well could be. You know, uh, outside of them, uh, I would have to look at the ones that run Trans Am from time to time, whether it's a Nally Decker, whether it's Jennifer Joe Cobb who's run the Euro Series. Uh, there's some other sleepers here and there, what, but whether they, or not they have the equipment to actually do anything I, is another story. I mean, Natalie is in an East truck, so could certainly be contender if she can run well. I just don't think Jen Joe has the. Uh, I, I near do I. I, think, uh, I, I. I think it's her 200th start as well, Jennifer Joe Cobb. Oh well, that's a nice accomplishment. Yeah, I, and you know, again, if she, it, it, it could be that if she just kind of survives, she can wind up in the top ten or twelve. But I she could be don't. super fast from turn two to turn like whatever eleven before they yeah. get into the oval, and then once they get the turn into, six. Well, this turn is six, what's yeah. really going to interest me in all these races, guys. Is that you've you've that infield part of the course is obviously this isn't Charlotte is most of the big track. And then you've got some infield stuff. This is a little bit more of a balance between oval and infield Mm -hmm. and the infield is it's not really difficult, but it's new. And I feel like it's in that part of the track where you could see, um, you know, some of the road racers make up some time. Yeah. That and also uh, a lot of the drivers have been turning to iRacing for practice since there is no practice. Yeah. And iRacing went and updated the chicane, rumble strip, and turtles today. So it's not anything like they've been practicing earlier this week. Good. I like that. <laughs> Give them just enough just throw familiarity. More, throw more curveballs. That's all we need. I like that. I think that's, uh, you know, that to me feels like putting the PJ1 or whatever it is down. Uh, at the last minute, you kind of throw them a last-minute curve, and, and it, even though they've been practicing, it's still a, a fresh um, situation when they get there for race day. And uh, for those in our audience, uh, there is no practice for any division except I think ARC is getting about 40 minutes or something. I haven't heard that. I wouldn't be surprised if they were, but I don't believe I anyone's think getting. I might be wrong, but I thought I saw someone on Twitter yesterday say that ARCA was getting like 40 40 minutes or something. Uh, Arca we'll, surprised, we'll see if we can research that. Uh, Arca surprised me with They should practice. because yeah. um, <laughs> there are some really green racers, the Arca race. They ought to give them a little practice. Uh, not too much, just enough to, to get them some laps. But um, none of the big three. 
are getting any practice whatsoever. This should be uh, a, a golden um, golden truck race, and I'm sure that it's going to... One-hour practice session. For ARCA. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. That's I, th- I knew I saw that uh, they were getting uh, some sort of practice. I don't think anyone else is getting any practice. Um, okay. They put, they put final practice on there as if they had another one to begin with. It's like, <laughs> I know. I always love that. Yeah, it's first, like, it's, it should be first and final. Right. It's like, yeah. it's final practice. It's like, what happened to the first three? It's first or only, only practice. Yeah, yeah, it should only be only practice. practice. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, let's look at the, uh, the schedule here. So what have we got? We've got ARCA on Friday, um, which is tomorrow as we're recording this live. Um, and then on Saturday, I think is just Xfinity. Correct. Yeah, and then Sunday, Saturdays. Uh, so let's let's just do this by time. So the uh, ARCA practice is two Eastern. The General Tire One Hundred ARCA race is five Eastern tomorrow. Um, Saturday, the Xfinity Series race is at three Eastern. The Uno One Eight. Uno one eighty eight. That's the college, me. not the game. For Easy for me to say. At. Yeah, the college. Um, I think it's Uno. I guess actually, for it's, U, it's UNO. UNOH. UNO H one eighty eight. And then Sunday, I love this because uh, at noon on Sunday, um, not long after I'm out of church, we get uh, the Sunoco one fifty nine, which is a bizarre uh, distance, but that's what it turns out to be for the truckers. And um, then at three Eastern or whenever the truck race is over, uh, is the uh, <laughs> gold. Well, so, so the three should have an asterisk mark next to it because it should be three three p.m. or whenever cleanup is. Complete. Yeah, whenever the yeah whenever it's over. Uh, when the sweepers are done. It, then at three o'clock, it's the very appropriately named Gold Bowling two thirty five, uh, uh, three p.m. Eastern for the Cup Series. I feel like that's what could well happen in the first lap of the first couple corners, the Cup Series. And they tried to keep the. Uh, same distance from CTMP from Mid Ohio and from Watkins Glen in shifting it to right uh, Daytona. I know at CTMP it was the Chevrolet Silverado 250. I think in kilometers. So when you shift it over, it becomes 159 miles. Okay, gotcha. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I think that's what happened. That Close sounds enough. much more than just saying they just didn't know what they were doing. So they put 159 <laughs> in there. Yeah. And said, if- if you're wrong, Jacob Suman will call us up and straighten us out. So, uh, we'll be getting a text yeah, momentarily. Yeah, we'll be getting a text momentarily. Okay, we're going to take, uh, take a break. When we come back, we've got Xfinity and Cup to talk about. Uh, I can't wait for the Xfinity race on Saturday. That one's going to be a hotly contested one. We'll talk about it when we come back after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. 
You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed. Ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents. Vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery. Threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. See, sometimes we talk about things during the break that, that you know, are just fun uh, to to mention when we come on the air. We we obviously have, so we're still fighting COVID and, and everything uh, here in the U.S. And, and, you know, a lot of talk about voting. Well, according to James Mellick, um, if I heard you correctly, they're turning Dodger Stadium into a polling place. Yeah. An hour ago, LeBron and uh, the Dodgers have turned the stadium into a polling place. It says LeBron's voting rights group has partnered with the Dodgers to make Dodger Stadium a polling place for the November election. So um, that's reported by ESPN. So they're trying to find a way to make it socially distinct so we can have an election there in L.A. Is it bad that my very first thought when I heard you say that as we were coming back on the air was nobody going to vote for any Yankees in the Dodgers stadium. <laughs> if there's any Yankees that are running for office out there, that was good. They're getting no votes in Dodgers stadium. Uh, okay. Back to motorsports, which is the main topic of this show. Uh, the Xfinity series running on Saturday at Daytona. And this is the one I'm looking the most forward to because the, the race that we saw at uh, the road course at Indy was just incredible. Um, and these guys, even though there's only, what did you say, four? Five. Five. Uh, that have experience on the road course. Okay, and uh, we'll get to that in just a second here. I was going to make the point that even though there's only five of them that have experience on the Daytona road course, there are a lot of really good road yes. course racers in this series, Seth. So first of all, who are the five with previous experience on this course? I know Andy Lally's got to be one of them. Uh, well, he, I'm not considering him as a regular. I'm considering him as a ringer. 
Uh, Andy Lally, that is. But he has, he's he one does. of the five, right? Or, no. Oh. No. Um, I separated out between regulars and ringers. Oh, we have five regulars with previous yes. experience. Chase Briscoe, right? Chase Briscoe, Austin Sindrick, right? AJ okay. Allmendinger. Ah, Alex right. LeBay. Okay. And Jeffrey Earnhardt. Where is Jeffrey driving? I missed that announcement. Oh, I see him. He's in the 28, the, uh, uh, the and 15. The yeah. NYFD. Uh, oh, the 15 car. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm looking at that wrong. He's in the uh, 15 for uh, JD Motorsports. Yes. I didn't realize he was running this. Okay, so um, when when would he have had? I believe it was 2007. He co-drove with Timmy Hill in the 24 Hours of Daytona for Rick Ware Racing. Oh, no kidding. I didn't know that. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we've got those five, but then, I mean, you start looking at, road course talent and of course you know briscoe gregson justin haley's an outstanding road course racer andy lally uh who's in the zero two car for our motorsports um is uh obviously one of the best ever at road course racing um harrison burton has always done well in the road courses when he's run them in the past um you know you got almondinger in there uh Gosh, I mean, Riley Herbst, I think, will probably be uh, tough. Jeremy Clements runs well on the road courses. Um, so you've got a number of drivers here that could be Scott Heckert. Um, I don't know if the equipment's up to it. He's in a B.J. McLeod car, but Scott certainly uh, is a, a tremendous road course racer in his own right. Um, I feel like, Randy, this one is probably um, setting up to be the most aggressively competitive of the bunch only because these guys, most of them are so at ease on the road courses. And we've seen that almost everyone that, that Seth named has also been running for wins and won on the ovals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's uh, let's flash back to Indy, the Indy road course uh, several weeks ago and that fantastic last lap battle between what half the field that uh, saw Chase Briscoe come from what eighth place to, to you know, yeah. Yeah. almost win the race. Or he, I guess he did win the race. But um, that's the kind of racing, and even Indy fans were like, oh, my God, this is incredible. So if they can do that kind of thing at the Indy road course, I mean, they're going to go to Daytona and put on a show and make all the Rolex guys go, ooh, I like this thing. <laughs> I like this, this now, Xfinity thing. Now, speaking of the Rolex guys, there's two, Andy Lally, as you mentioned, in the O2 uh, for our motorsports. Yep. You have Earl Bamber in the 21 for RCR. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Um, where is, I don't see him. Oh, there he is. Earl Bamber. Yeah. Right. Way down in 29th. He starts 30th. I see Earl Bamber 29, Scott Heckert 30, but either way, they may have updated in the 15th row somewhere. They they may have updated (laughs) since, uh, he's either inside or outside of the row 15. I'd rather be on the line that on the side that doesn't have the wall. <laughs> so I have an escape route. Really? Well, having the wall on the outside of the corner, or having the wall after you've turned uh, well, into the I corner. Well, I feel like <laughs> I feel like on the outside, you, you actually you could you could go through the trioval if you needed to just to get away. But I mean, I'm sure there's a penalty involved in that. Yeah, but I, I'd much rather take so. the penalty than be upside down in turn one. But that's it was uh, that's an interesting. I don't know too much about his background. What do you know, Seth? Uh, he's I believe he's a Porsche f- uh, factory driver. I know he's driven in the Rolex. He's driven overseas. Uh, he is very accomplished. I know that. Uh, and it was actually he was going to run mid-Ohio for Richard Childress Racing. Obviously, with COVID, that isn't going to happen. happen so. uh, he actually was a part of the championship winning team in the WeatherTech Sports Car uh, Championship oh, last okay. year. Okay, okay. Uh, 
So it'll be interesting because, again, even, you know, these guys getting these big, heavy stock cars and we see it. We saw it for years with Boris said it it they they want to drive like they drive the sports cars. Boris was a great trainer, but I feel like he was there were times he was in some of the best equipment going and he still would end up crashing because he would overdrive it. Well, at least for Earl Bamber, he's driven the GT cars. He's driven V8 supercars. So he's driven cars with a somewhat equivalent uh, weight distribution. Yeah. And because of that, uh, I think he might do at least a little bit better than the traditional ringer. Well, it'll be interesting. I mean, I I like road course ringers, James. It's funny that you brought up crashes there, and that brought up something to my mind. Um, They had a little bit of time between Indianapolis and this race they just had here at um, Road America. Yeah. So they had time to get those road course cars fixed. Now you have a back-to-back road course race. And some of the bigger teams crashed, so they took their best stuff to both tracks. Now some of these guys are having to go to a backup car, their second-best car, like Justin Allgaier, Jeremy Clements. How do you think those guys fare now that they have to race back-to-back and go to not their best car, potentially? See, well, you you aren't here every week, Seth. James, <laughs> James doesn't ask a lot of questions, like, but the ones yeah. he asks are, yeah. That's, the light bulb goes off, and it's like, oh, wait. That's a great question. Um, I would guess, Seth, that for junior motorsports, they probably got a good fleet of cars. Jeremy Clements might have a tougher time making cars equal. Uh, I know uh, for Mike Snyder, who was also involved in that wreck, uh, they determined the car was not damaged enough that they would need to pull out the backup car for Daytona. Okay. So they're actually repairing that one. Uh, Jeremy Clements, I'm not sure, and I'm not sure about Jeffrey Earnhardt, who was also in that race. That's right, he was, yeah. Well, I mean, the fact that we don't have practice in qualifying, who's really going to tell those drivers which one is the best car? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a good point. I mean, they don't know. They're not out there practicing and qualifying. So you can be easy like, to computer. You didn't wreck your primary car. It's right there. What are you tra- easy to computer. That was your backup you ran last week. <laughs> your backup you ran last week. Well, speaking of that, uh, I remember at Kansas – uh, during the broadcast, they had mentioned that Haley Deegan was in a backup car uh, in the race, although she didn't wreck in qualifying or practice. I don't know. Uh, turns out the backup car for Kansas, at least this is my understanding, whether or not I'm right, I, I don't know. But my understanding, what I was told, is that her primary car was wrecked at Kentucky in the race. They were going to use the same car okay. at Kansas. Okay. So instead of being able to run that, they ran the backup. I see. Okay. Well, you know, again, a lot of the bigger teams that have the ability to have multiple cars um, prepared like that, I think, are more equipped for one of these back-to-backers. But if you're only if you've only got one or two road course cars, you know, it makes it a whole lot tougher to. Um, you know, to, to make the transition. Let's go and talk so. to Austin Cindric about which car is the backup car and which one is the primary car. Cool, boy. Um, I don't think he cares. I was going to say, yeah. I think he, he's uh, he's done well. I'm pretty sure both. he lapped his backup car somewhere along yeah. the way in the last <laughs> couple of races. Yeah, he's Austin is on fire right now. I mean, that young man, we, we started the year thinking we were going to talk about Gregson and Briscoe and maybe Chastain, and we knew Cindric would be in there, but... You know, he always seemed like the almost. I'm almost there. He, you know, um, he's no longer almost. He is now. <laughs> he's there. Are, there's a lot of there there in that 22 camp. Admittedly, I've even said over on the Drafting the Circuits podcast, which I am a regular panelist on. I've admittedly said that 
I thought he needed another year in Xfinity, and this is prior to him getting four wins. And it was prior to him having, uh, after him having two wins, because I thought maybe he still needs a little bit of seasoning. Now I'm like, does Penske have enough room at the end? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and and it's interesting, too, because even with Chase Briscoe, you look at the rumor that we've been hearing that um, that uh, Ryan Priest is going to leave JTG Doherty in the 37 Cup car to go down to Xfinity to run the 98 next year, which means Chase Briscoe is going somewhere, and I don't think it'll be a lateral move. He's going upstairs. Where he goes in the whole Ford camp, who knows? But he's going somewhere, um, and most likely... Um, that's probably going to be, I would think, a Stuart Haas car. But, man, like you said, there's the, the silly season in Cup is really crazy right now. So we'll get to that. But if you could pick a winner here out of, out of <laughs> this Lord. field, I mean, why I not? We, we have the opportunity. Why not? Let's, let's huh? just have some fun with it. Seth, who are you, who are you picking for this race? I'm going to pick a ringer or about... Yeah, I'm going to go with a ringer, and um, I'm going to say Andy Lally. Ooh, wow. wow. That's okay. Now, that would be interesting. Would Our be interesting. Motorsports has been a top five or six car, certainly a top ten car most of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter who's driven it, it's been a um, a good front-running car, and Andy can... I think Andy will be tough. And full disclosure, overall, on the Drafting the Circuits podcast, I did the same pick. So I'm trying my best to okay. do the same pick. So well, I'm not. We'll, we'll get to the trucks it, it, later. But yeah. this is not. This is not changing his mind on every podcast. That, that's so what I'm trying every, to do. For our fans, I'm trying we, not uh, to. We, uh, we only pick up, but we, I just yeah. thought we'd have some fun tonight with these because it's a it's a big weekend. Uh, Randy, uh, I'm going with AJ Elmendinger. I, I think the Dinger is going to get a second win uh, this season. Which, by the way, he's looking. He he is eligible for points. Not that he's going to make it into the top twenty, but. Um, I think a spoil would be would be a good thing for those guys running for the playoff points. So. What's interesting is you look at that team and you've got AJ Allmendinger, who obviously is a road course racer. You got Justin Haley, is a really good road course racer, um, and you've got Ross Chastain, who's who would be the upset special <laughs> for colleague racing, which is hard to believe, but yeah. and. I mean, he's good at just about everything he drives anyways. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of a surprise. But then again, it's not that much of a surprise. It is Ross Justin after all. I'm actually going to go with Haley. I, I just... Uh, good. Haley was good in Indy. So. I, you know, I mean, we're not... It, there's no points or anything for this. We're just doing it for fun. I'm going to take Justin on a bit of a flyer because I really do think at the end of the day, Austin and Chase... Um, and, and, you know, but again, you know, you know what happened in Indy. It just... The last 10 laps were pure insanity i mean it was just crazy three wide and everybody banging off each other like we were running at bristol i mean it reminded me of a throwback sonoma race or something from the ages of earnhardt and bodine and rudd and wallace when they all used to beat each other to death on the road courses that was a good old-fashioned throwdown and this may be another one um so that should be an interesting race again that is going to be on saturday it is the only race of the day on Saturday at Daytona. So look forward to that. If you're, if you're going to, if you can only watch one race of the weekend, I'm highly recommending that you watch the Xfinity race. I would watch five minutes of each one of them. Now, something I do want to say because of when ARCA is starting at five. 10 seconds. Oh, uh, 
I, we can come back to more. <laughs> Good idea. With that, we're going to step aside. We're going to have more with, uh, we got Eric Nori coming up in the second uh, half hour of the show. So that should be a lot of fun. Back with more Motorsports Madness after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Tyler Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness continues. From the WSIC studios in Statesville, North Carolina, I'm Tom Baker. Randy Miller is with me. Uh, Seth Eggert from KickingTheTires.net is uh, keeping the sealman seat warm for Jacob. And um, we've got uh, James Mellick also on the production side of things. Hey, I've been hearing a lot about uh, transitions and this being a great time to, if you're going to look at something different for your life and your career, I've got a suggestion for you. 
My computer career is training for a better life. It's an IT training school. Don't be scared of the of the those two little letters. IT is not something that requires you to be a math or science whiz, and it doesn't really require you to be even a computer whiz. It's not difficult once you start to learn it. It comes pretty easy to most people. IT training is a great way to ensure yourself of a career that will carry you right straight through the 2020s into the 30s because there are over 2 million unfilled cybersecurity jobs alone in this country as we speak. There's way more demand for IT than there is supply of properly trained IT specialists to fill it. My computer career could be a great first career for you or a great next career. It doesn't matter. Here's how simple it is. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take their free career evaluation. If you decide that you want to go forward with your training, you can uh, take advantage of financial aid, which is available if you qualify, including the GI Bill. And then it's just one to two days a week online. That's it. And in as little as four months, you can be on your way to a brand new career and a much better life. And when you get ready to go into the workforce, they even work with hundreds of employers to get you placed. You can't lose. IT is the way to go. MyComputerCareer.edu is the place to get the training. It is training for a better life. And go there quickly and look it up. And uh, if you decide that you want to go forward, good luck to you. I have talked to recent graduates. I actually toured the Raleigh campus last year and really, really enjoyed what they do. They are top-notch at it. With that, we will be back with more of the Motorsports Madness Show right around this corner. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. 
how to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is like so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back, Motorsports Madness rolls on. Uh, the 104th Indianapolis 500 is one week away. Can't believe I'm saying that. Um, we have practice two today, and I thought we'd take a minute just uh, while we had the short segment here to uh, interrupt our NASCAR conversation by talking about the other big race that's coming up. Uh, Scott Dixon was the quickest uh, in no. the practice session today. Well, you say that. Scott but Dixon's quick. No. You, but anything is possible at India, as we both know. Um, and you look behind him to Kumasato, Marco Andretti, Connor Daly, and Alex Palau. Um, or Peru, I guess. Palau. Palau. Okay, that was choice C. Um, <laughs> Alex I'd Palau. like to buy a vowel, please. Yeah, <laughs> give me a no. Uh, Alex Polo were in the top five. So, again, it, you know, anything's possible. And here's what I think is really cool. Everybody was picking on Rick Ware Racing when they announced that they were going to be part of the Indy 500 in a combination effort with Dale Coyne and uh, Bird Racing. And James Davison was going to drive. James Davison was ninth quickest today. It- just behind Fernando Alonso, who Alonso uh, got out of shape and slapped the wall and uh, spun down pit road. Uh, I think he destroyed the whole right side of his car in the process. Well, I'm sure they'll have that back ready to go um, for him. And, I, you know, I'd love to see him win this race because next year he goes back to Formula One and will not be able to run yeah. the Indy 500, which I think is sad. And I, and I don't think he's, he's not going to be with a great F1 team either, so it's interesting to me. Um, but, uh, at any rate, uh, so he, uh, yeah, he was, uh, eighth quick, um, Colton heard Charlie Kimball, Alonzo Davison and Oliver Askew, um, were the top 10 and, uh, 33 cars. Well, 32 cars took time. Ben Hanley did not. He's still working through his rookie, uh, sessions. So he's not, <clears throat> excuse me, not eligible to practice with the big boys, uh, at this point. So, um, we'll talk more about the Indy 500 if we have time in this show, and we'll definitely talk about it. That's going to be our big topic next week. We'll have uh, insider Joel Sebastianelli back with us again, um, and uh, Joel will help us to do a deep dive into what we expect at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway when it comes uh, to next Sunday. And with that, we'll step aside be back with more of the madness right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. 
circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication, but it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. back we roll into the second uh, portion of our show and uh, we've got to talk cup here because the cup series running at daytona on sunday uh roughly a three o'clock start give or take uh depending on how the truck series works out and seth you pointed out that uh, they do have lights, portable lights for the infield if needed. Yes, so, and I believe it's a 58% chance of rain as of right now for the Cup Series. So we might actually see the Cup Series racing in the rain for the first time. We saw the Xfinity cars do it, but remember, it can be stopped if there's lightning, so we might not get to see them race in the rain. But with the lights, that might mean of the first road course race at night. That well. could yeah. Yeah, and and of course, you know, it's a different rain situation at Daytona with the banking than uh you know, than than what most of these guys are used to. The road course guys do it every year, it seems like, in the Rolex at some point. But, um this is uh interesting is Kevin Harvick uh 
We'll start from the poll. And Randy Kevin um, just came right out and said it. He said, <laughs> me leading the field into turn one ought to be interesting because I have no freaking clue where I'm going. <laughs> well, that's true. I, but he, 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 he is one of the few that has experience. There's about 10 in the Cup Series that have experience. Well, if you look at second, third, and fourth, they're all teammates. So, I mean, best case scenario for Kevin Harvick is when they get out of turn two, three of the four Joe Gibbs cars could be gone from yeah. the race. <laughs> Well, yeah, so, because it's Harvick, Gibbs, Gibbs, Gibbs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, Hamlin, Truex, Kyle Busch, and then the fifth. It almost be worth. It, it might be worth taking a wrong turn momentarily to see if anybody follows you through the turn, and, and then just. Well, <laughs> and I'll, I'll point out Truex and uh, uh, Kyle Busch both have experienced Kyle earlier this year. Truex, not where you expect. It wasn't in the Rolex. It was in IROC. Yeah, yep. He's uh, he would be the only one, I think. That uh, is IROC experienced at that course. No, no? Uh, Ryan Newman. Oh, okay. All right. I forget. Well, yeah, Newman's the only other uh, ageless veteran. <laughs> <laughs> there. See, I didn't call you old, Ryan. I didn't do it. I thought about it, <laughs> but you're bigger than me. So I didn't do it. Um, it, would, it will be his first time back at Daytona, though, since the yes. 500. Yes. Yeah. So. It's going to be very interesting. I mean, starting position, I feel like here, it means something in the first segment. And then after that, that's about it. Uh, I, I feel like it'll be. I'd rather um, be Brendan gone. He starts 39. Well, see, that's why I said that, because you got some guys at the back of the field. McDowell's back there, and McDowell's always good on road courses. Um, Timmy Hill, obviously, with uh, I don't again. I don't think he's got the equipment to win, but certainly could be top ten and top both, fifteen. Both of them do have experience on the Daytona Road Course. McDowell, yeah. uh, I think, thirteen years ago was the last time he ran, and uh, Timmy Hill was about nine years ago. Yeah, and so you know, then you got Davison, who's also a good road course racer in the Rick Ware car, but again, there's no speed in those cars, and um, Brendan Gawn, uh starting dead last with a sixty-two. Um, I don't know to, enough about that team to know if... Uh, I know it's RCR aligned. I was going to say, I think it, there's it, some... It's RCR aligned, and usually they only run the uh, super speedway races. I know the way, because there's no qualifying, they've been uh, taking the starting field by points. Yeah. And granted, they're not doing the random draw, right. but they're still taking the starting field by points as to who gets the race out of who is entered. And I believe B.J. McLeod is only in one or two points behind uh, the 62 team. So with the 62 running this week, it gives them a little extra padding going into the Daytona Oval yeah. in a couple weeks. It uh, it should. Yeah, it's, that's the other thing, too. We keep forgetting uh, to talk about the fact that they're coming here to run the road course. And then it's only two weeks and we're back for the end of the regular season. The regular season finale is <laughs> the, is the firecracker race this year, and that had nothing to do with COVID. That was scheduled that way. Um, man, that's, <laughs> you got two out of three wild card races in the last uh, three, you know, three uh, cup races in the regular season. So whatever you see for points right now, don't count on them being the same after, uh, <laughs> after that's over, uh, Randy, this, this really, I, I feel like this race, um, again, ha- has the opportunity to be, because it, it, what's interesting to me is I don't know how much we're going to see the pack racing on the oval, like we're used to because of the fact you have the chicane and then you got to go through the infield road course, which I feel like will break them up. No, that's true. If you look at the last seven road course races at the NASCAR cup series is run, they've all been run by three drivers, basically three for chase, three for Truex and one for Ryan Blaney at the Roval last year. 
Chase uh, Elliott starting seventh. He's the first Chevrolet in the field. Yeah. Um, Elliott and Kurt Busch, uh, and then another Ford with uh, Matt DiBarito. And Austin Dillon, who is a sneaky good road course racer, starting 10th. And that's another driver. Benedetto's pretty good on a road course yep. as well. He finished, yep. I think it was fourth for us at Sonoma when he was in that LFR yes. 95. So he's pretty good at road course racing as well. And Jimmy uh, Johnson starts 11th with a brand new livery on the 48. And I love it. It's white and purple now. Yeah, it, 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 so reminds, much it reminds me of his off-road truck from back in the day. A little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Wow, I wouldn't have thought of that. But that <laughs> I knew the paint seemed good. really familiar. I just, <laughs> I just noticed something that I, I told you. You fit in the ceiling shoes really well. I just, <laughs> I just noticed something on the starting lineup. I didn't have to go very far to find Christopher Bell. He's fifteenth. No, we love fifth. Yeah, we like the change for sure. <laughs> nice. I mean, we were getting terrible yeah, draws. Thirty yeah. fifth nice. every week, and now we actually get a roll off. Look at that. Uh, in a pretty good spot. So we really like yeah, the new situation. Is, you know. Chris has been starting at the next track on the schedule the last couple weeks. Yeah, we've not been. We've not been a, a huge fan. We've not been lucky in the draw no. situation. Usually it's like 34th, 35th, 36th. Hey, there you go. We should point out that uh, while we're on the bell subject, that if you were under a rock all week and you missed this, Since um, February. Eric Jones is not going to drive the uh, JGR 20 car next year. He is now a free agent um, and has been replaced by, hang on, Christopher Bell. Um, who, of course, is out of a ride because uh, LFR, the team that uh, uh, James Mellick from our show works for, uh, is has been sold to Spire Motorsports, who is taking over the shop and has all the equipment, the charter. They're going to be a two-car team next year. Um, this gets interesting, Seth. I, I think Spire is trying to build into something. I think so, too. And right now they don't have a shop. They're running out of one of the Rick Ware shops, yeah. which is explains their performance or lack thereof. So them going and having a proper shop, having proper equipment, having their own cars, for Christ's sake, might be the difference, especially since uh, they were talking about in their press release, uh, specifically about the next-gen car, that they're building towards that. So with that in mind, I honestly expect them to run better, almost like they're taking a similar uh, furniture row plan, so to speak, starting small, rotation in drivers, trying to build into something bigger. And they need a proper teardown specialist. Oh, I know one. I know a guy right here. That's me. And <laughs> James since, Mellick. Since you guys said that, I do want to say, you know, Spire, hire him. Yes, please. I'm definitely going to miss LFR a lot. He is for hire. You know, thanks to Bob and Sharon and all those oh, yeah. guys for They're, everything they've done. They're Bob great owners. Amazing. He um, is just one of the most colorful owners we've had in a yeah. while. I'm really going to miss Bob. I'm going to miss that family a ton. Yes. They've done a lot for me and helped me out a lot, and they've been a great organization to work for. Uh, I'm going to wish Christopher Bell. Obviously, we're going to go out this year and race as hard as we can and try to get his first win for him. We still want. We still got races to go that compete for. Awesome. We still want to get in the chase. We all still want to do that. We're not going to stop. So we're going to keep digging and try to do it, um, but you know it's going to be it's going to be a big loss for all of us. We're going to miss it, but yep. we're going to miss him next year, and we're going to wish him the best when he has to go on his way. Well, we uh, we certainly hope that uh, you will not have to uh, go anywhere other than where you are. Uh, I would love to stay in that building. Stay in, it's stay it's stay awesome. There, but um, you know, again, teams, if you're looking for a very experienced young man with a hellacious work ethic. We know one. He's sitting right at our control panel right now, James Mellick. So well, I appreciate that. Scoop a compliment. Him up. Yes. Um, and while we're talking about silly season, uh, and we can come back in the next segment and um, chat just a little bit more about this, but uh, 
where Jones ends up is going to be very interesting because we've got Bubba Wallace um, in the potentially uh, uh, car change situation. We've got Stuart Haas with two drivers that could be changing. Lots of stuff still going on in the Cup Series. The 48 may still be in play now that the 88 has a primary sponsor, at least for a number of races. Um, So it's getting crazy out there, folks, and we're going to obviously stay on top of all of it for you. And uh, we'll we'll chat a little bit uh, in the next segment and finish up our cup with our uh, cup picks and such before we get on to Indy and Ayrton Ori. We'll be back with all of that after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed. Ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents. Vehicle dynamics and feedback. Skid control and skid recovery. Threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, 
uh, Seth Eggert from KickingTheTires.net. You say TARS whenever we're on the other show. TARS. TARS. KickingTheTars.net <laughs> and uh, James Mellick all in studio. Jacob Seelman not in studio. Jacob hopefully will be back next week. We will have Joel Sebastianelli on the Strutmasters.com hotline. Um, and, uh, of course, I, I need to uh, mention... Uh, VictoryCustomTrailers.com as well. Go check them out if you're looking for a trailer or a coach for any purpose. Um, they have over 200 of them, new and used, in stock. Just uh, check out their website and see all the brand names that they carry. The more custom you want it, the bigger and better and bolder they shine. Uh, and you can design your own trailer right on the website. So uh, VictoryCustomTrailers.com. It's a good place to go to bring your wrecked truck home from Daytona Road Course. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Something like that. Okay, back to uh, the Cup Series. And uh, we were talking silly season just before the break. I feel like we need a whole show in the Cup <laughs> Series suddenly for this. Constructed paper and crayons. Yeah, we thought it was mostly under control, at least as far as who was, you know, uh, on the move or whatever, um, and then all of a sudden, here comes Bubba with a, a an opportunity at Ganassi, and you got uh, Eric Jones now uh, out looking for something to do next year, and you've got uh, Ryan Priest maybe on the move. I mean, this week was a big, of course, Chris Bell, but we know where he's going. Um, this week was a big week for silly season, Seth. Um, where do you see Bubba Wallace landing in 2021? That's honestly a tough question, and the reason why is, uh, yes, he has the offer from Ganassi. He has common sponsors there with Coca-Cola and uh, McDonald's. However, uh, depending on what you hear as far as the 43 is concerned, in addition to uh, him having part ownership, which he already had, I think, 5% since last year, Yes. Uh, depending on what goes on there might end up being more enticing long-run then again, it might also be too early to tell as well. Uh, so, so where is he going to land in twenty twenty one? If I had to venture a guess, I would say Petty, but I'm not sure it would be aligned with RCR. Where do you think he aligns with? You open the can of worms. <laughs> you got to close it now. Possibly Hendrick. Possibly Gibbs. There's a lot of different places they could go. I don't see them leaving that, Chevy. I don't see them leaving Chevy either. And but I, then again, they were Ford previously, but I don't see them leaving an American manufacturer. Let's put it that way. I don't. Uh, I just cannot picture him leaving Childress at this point, but maybe. But it would have to be, I would think, only for Hendrick would that happen. You, um, but he's on the Childress campus, and that, that whole group is elevating. I just don't see him... Uh, Going anywhere, but so you're saying you you feel like 43, 43, yes. So how and what circumstances? I don't know, Randy. I mean, if you look at the, the results for both Ganassi Racing and for RPM this year, I mean, Bubba's beating the the Chip Ganassi guys well, on yeah, the racetrack. But I mean, so I don't want to dismount. Well, I, just, I don't want to discount well, the the ride either no, because there might be more to that ride. I mean, maybe yeah, Chip they, is going. They hey, have a crew chief change, so well, that's true. But may, maybe there's reason. Yeah. Maybe there could be you know some some indie test in there for Ganassi. Maybe if he wants to come to, to Ganassi, maybe he can run some indie uh, cars. I don't Ooh. see Bubba doing wow. that. Uh, I don't either. But holy cow, that would be fun to watch yeah. at least for a couple laps. But <laughs> if you're looking at what they're doing right now, well, he would. Be, he, I think he'd be crazy to leave RPM. 
I mean, the team is on the rise, and he's doing great things. He's getting all these endorsement deals and sponsorship opportunities and ownership opportunities. Why would you want to leave well, the team? Let me piggyback off of that, specifically the indie part, mm-hmm. because we also heard this week Austin Centric doesn't have a contract for next year. It, or did you not catch that? I didn't, but he, I, I – okay, keep keep going. He, he keeps saying he wants to run the Indy 500. Maybe he works out an Indy 500 deal with the contract, whether it's possibly – uh, he with, can't. He with, can't leave Penske. <laughs> His father runs he, Penske. He, he, he's. He, he even said <laughs> he, that outside assumption, of Roger. He he said that assumption was that everybody assumes he is going to run at Penske and stay at Penske because of his dad. But he's open. At least the way it sounded, he's open to other things. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just can't see that. I think that's I, the, I think that's the dollar on the I end can't. of the fishing pole. <laughs> I, don't I can't. I, I just I, I they've got to see the the upside potential in him. I I, I just don't see. I, I don't see them letting him get away. No. But, but just throwing that ba- out there. back to Bubba, forty two or forty three, sir. Forty three. Forty three. Yep. James Mellick, you got to weigh in on that. Yeah, I'm going to weigh in. I'm going to say he's staying at the forty three for multiple reasons. One. Um, they're on the uprise in that Chevrolet camp. Chevy's on its way up. It's, they found speed. Uh, he brought over a long life friend in Jerry Baxter as his yep. crew chief, and he can determine Let's his see, own yeah. fate if he stays in the 43 with ownership. I think he stays in the 43. You were, you, I was going to mention that. I was surprised neither of you guys did. That's the reason I mm-hmm. believe he stays is Jerry Baxter and feel like family. Yep. He's a big, he's big on family and I think he's built that. And I, I just can't picture him walking away from that to drive for Chip or anybody, really. Um, I think he stays at the 43, and they build that team, and I think he goes out. And eventually, whether it's next year or maybe with the new cars, when everybody starts fresh, but Bubba wins and becomes the next driver to put the 43 in victory lane at some point. Okay, uh, with that being said, we've got now you just threw Cindric into the potential <laughs> pool. Um, I mean, do you do you see Eric Jones is where forty eight or forty two or somewhere else? That's a tough question. Uh, and well, the re- they're all tough questions. I know they're all tough questions, but <laughs> this isn't first grade. <laughs> well, let's none let's of look- us are smarter than a fifth grader. Okay. <laughs> well, let's look at it this way. Let's look at it this way. Uh, all four Gibbs cars when Carl was there, yeah, they were all winning consistently. Yeah. As soon as Carl left, it was Suarez. The twenty car, or well, then the nineteen, started going downhill. Truex gets in the nineteen, it wins. Eric Jones, he's only got one win each year. Yeah. So would he be elevating or elevated if he goes to the 42 or the 43? Or, sorry, uh, 48. uh, Or would he even be, if Priest goes down, would he go into the 37? Okay. Seth is just a common core math. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I keep trying to pin Seth down, and he's he's really shifty. He's like, Are you sure you're not running for office? He's like Ali, man. He is fast. He can faint like nobody's business. The Republican headquarters is down the hall, sir. While, while Seth is figuring out where he thinks the Eric's going, where, where do you think I, he goes? I say I say the 48, and I say this because I've said this on, on both of the shows on, on Inside Pass and Motorsports Madness. If you look at previous guys who have left the teams that they thought they were going to be with forever, Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, um, you know, guys like that. They've gone on to other teams and have have resurged their career and been 
great at what they do in their new teams. I think that's what Eric Jones needs. He he got lost in the Toyota shuffle, you know, and, and they kind of shifted him out for Christopher Bell. So if he goes to another team, I say the 48 because I think he'd be competitive, and I think Hendrick would be able to build a huge team for years to come because that would make Chase Elliott the veteran on the team, and he's only, what, 24? And so it, it would make uh, one or two guys down at Junior Motorsports Sports cry. It, That's it, what it, that would it, do. And it, it would, but, I mean, you know, James, you, you do what you got to do. I think he goes to the 48. He fits the mold over there at the 48 car, uh, young, and he fit right into Hendricks, I think. So I think he goes the same to the lawyer as Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> Well, that, that's gotta that, account that for should something. mean something, right? Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to tell you. See, I, Seth, that's how easy it is. You just you just say something. You just I was. Well, I, well, if got, I had to pick, then I would go with the 48. If I absolutely had to pick. See, I'm not convinced. Hendricks got to have a full season of sponsorship to keep the 88 going, unless he decides he wants to, you know, to dip back into his own pocket again. There was a rumor that car was going away. Bowman was moving over. Now they got a Cronus, so that's a start. And they um, also have a f- limited number of races with Exalta, and I think there's w- one other partner as so well. So th- th- they're closer. Yeah. Um, I I think probably that the 48 would be a great fit for him, but I'll tell you where else you could see him wind up. It wouldn't surprise me to see him somewhere in the Roush organization. Um, either Ryan Newman leaves or um, or Chris Busher, where they had a third car. Um, I suspect that somewhere Roush is going to end up with a third car out of all this. Um, and because, again, you know, Ford's going to need a couple of more cars available for their, well, their guys they want to bring up. Well, speaking of that, let's throw this wrench into it with Chase Briscoe. Uh, he was with Roush uh, not too long ago, a yep. couple years ago. Yep. So maybe they... Uh, bring in a third car and essentially steal Briscoe back from Stuart Haas. So that's what Ford wants to do at this point. Yeah, that's yeah, Ford's yeah. Money, a Ford so. driver. So if the, whatever you know, organization Ford wants to put their money into. Interesting stuff. Okay, well, we've got about a minute and some change here. we got to get back to our picks. So oh, let's Lord. go ahead and fire off some cut picks. First of all, Randy, you run this deal. I'm going to let you take it over. Um, who picks first? So, uh, well, Red picks first because he's uh, he's the, the least man on the totem pole right now. Mm, but. Let me think here. <laughs> Best starting spot since it's not a doubleheader weekend that we've had in a long time. I'm going to go ahead and go with the 95 of Christopher Bell rolling well, off P15. You know he desperately <laughs> needs playoff points. He's sticking with the home team. All right, Tom, you're next. Uh, oh, I'm next, am yeah. I? Okay, well, then I, I, I'm I, going to just, I believe what I see. And right now what I see is Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin. I can only pick one, so I'm taking Kevin Harvick. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, so let let Seth pick. I know he's not part of the part of the the, the core well, group here, but I, I'm interested to see what he thinks. Yeah. Well, this is who I picked for drafting the circuits, gain their 100th win as a team and Ford's 700th win. Matt DiBandetto. Oh, I would love to see that. I love I, I'm going to do Jacob's pick and then I'll do mine and Nick's next because uh, I have a message for from for Nick for Seth. But uh, Jacob picks Jimmy Johnson. So okay. Oh, that would be fun. Uh, we'll do the other two after the break. Oh, okay. We'll get to the other picks after the yes. break, and then uh, we we got to hear from uh, Ayrton Ori as yep. well. So uh, we'll do that in the next segment right after this. Don't go anywhere. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411. 
or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Do you hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. The representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Okay. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. We are going to uh, do something. We don't play a lot of pre-recorded audio, but I had to pre-record Eric Nori this week because I uh, couldn't get him to call live tonight because he was going to be at the track doing some things. And so uh, we're going to have some audio here. Eric Nori is 16 years old out of Orlando, Florida. He runs USF 2000 and... Uh, uh, Formula Four, but uh, he got an unexpected opportunity to run for Visconti Motorsports in the ARCA Series race um, this Friday, which would be tomorrow as we're recording this. Um, go ahead and uh, hit the button there, James, and let us hear from Eric Nori. Eric is from Orlando, Florida. He is 16 years old, and Ayrton is in kind of a strange place in his young racing career going into this weekend. Ayrton has the distinction of being the only driver entered, I believe, um, entered in the ARCA series portion of this weekend's uh, Daytona road course action who actually has any experience on the Daytona International Speedway road course. 
So we thought we would uh, get Ayrton on and let him talk about not only um, what he is doing in his other racing exploits this year, but um, talk about the Daytona Road Course as well. And so, Ayrton, first of all, uh, welcome to the program. It's great to have you on. And I want to start by talking about the fact that, again, you're 16 years old. You've had zero experience in a full-size heavy stock car, but you're going into this race this weekend with a leg up in the sense that you may be the only person in the entire ARCA field with any experience on the track that can't help but uh, be some sort of an advantage to you. But um, tell us, first of all, you ran the track in the Champ Car Series, which is a uh, series, road course series for BMWs, um, not too awful long ago. Talk about the track a little bit. What can we expect um, to see this weekend when all of these various uh, groups of full-size stock cars take to the uh, Daytona Road Course? Well, um, it's great to be here. And uh, what I think to expect from the stock cars is, so the thing that these cars are, they're made to go really fast. Yeah. But they're not built for um, going around corners, like tight corners that well. So I think it will be pretty smooth going into the infield. And I think the real, I think it'll get really hectic out in the banking and going into the bus stop because that's where these cars are going to have the most speed and drivers are really going to get the, get the draft. What I'm curious about is uh, what it's going to be like when, I mean, I guess you guys in the ARCA series are going to get a few minutes of practice, but not a ton. But none of the other classes are going to get any practice. So they're coming off of the, the what we would call oval turn four. And, of course, we've stuck a chicane in there just to slow them down a little bit. But um, they're, they're used to going straight into oval turn one. They're going to go into now what we will call roval turn one because um, that's the fancy word we like to use for uh, road courses that are part of big ovals. Um, But um, this is going to be a radically different thing for them, and they've never seen it before and never had to do it before. So talk about that transition, um, what you found in the BMW, that transition to be like, because I'm going to imagine that this is going to be a pretty hairy event for uh, most of the divisions we're going to see this weekend on lap one. Right. So going to turn one, when you're in the pits, it looks really, really, it looks like a very weird corner, and it just looks like, how are these drivers not locking up the tires and just going straight off? Yeah. But... It's actually a lot. It's when you're on the track. It's actually a lot more flat than than you think it is. It's just a really smooth turn okay. overall. I mean, it doesn't really look smooth going. You know, like I said, from the pits. But when you're on the track, I mean, it's just really smooth and it just it's like any, it's just like any other corner. Well, we we had uh, Spencer Boyd on our Inside Pass show. Um, and this week, and we we actually um, my my opening question to him was, um, you guys are going in to blind basically because you've never seen this track before. You have no idea where you're going. So my question was, is NASCAR going to allow you to hook up Google Maps? 
to your dashboard um, <laughs> for the first couple laps just to guide you through the track. Um, you know, is this is this particular road course? I mean, we've all seen the twenty four hour race and such on that course, but it's again, it's going to be different for these guys who've never seen it or had any practice time. Would you say that this road course? By the standards of the courses that you've competed in, would you say this is a difficult road course or is this kind of a moderate road course? Are we going to see a lot of issues just getting used to the course, do you think, for these guys? Um, to be honest, I don't think that there's going to be really any issues getting used to the course. It's a, it's a very easy course. I mean, a lot, all the turns are mostly the same except for I can't – I'm – not gonna really name the corner because yeah. um don't give but, away any secrets you got an advantage keep it yeah <laughs> and so there's only one corner in particular that is different from the rest and i mean other than that it's just it's just a fairly easy track and i just think the only part that they're gonna have trouble with is the bus stop yeah. or actually the the last the last um turns that they added in yeah last I- chicane i mean that it's a really it, on i racing it's a weird transition because you're you're breaking on the banking and then you're flying in to this turn but there's only three curbing there's only three curbs there's a little short curb right right on the entry and if you clip that you just spin Okay. It's, it's a really weird. It's a you turn, just spin right in front of the rest of the field. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So I want to know now your background um, for those who aren't familiar with you. Your background obviously has been all open wheel type stuff. You started in carts, won some championships there. You've run a variety of SCCA. You were one of the youngest to graduate from the Skip Barber School. You were the youngest to ever complete the Mid Ohio, um, you know, road course school. Um, and you've been concentrating on. USF 2000 and a little bit of F4 um, in in recent times here. Uh, I know your goal is Formula One. So with all that being said, how does one get from that to making his ARCA debut on the Daytona road course? Right. So, I mean, uh, it was it was a friend of a friend and help from Permatex. That, that's how it all started because um so i was about i was going so per, this you know this um race came up and um permatex they needed they wanted to see if they could get a road course ringer for the track because um if they have one it's a pretty good chance that they can do good in that race and so they um i i was also i'm actually sponsored by permatex so ah. they reached out to me and asked if i wanted to drive in the race and of course, you know, I said yes because, like, who would say no to that? Well, correct. <laughs> yes, uh, you'd have to be silly to say no to that, right? So, um, so you got to be. You now wear the title at the ripe old age of sixteen. You wear the title of road course ringer for the Arca race. No pressure. Yes. <laughs> no pressure. Now I can. I must also tell you that I am so old. Ayrton, that I remember when your sponsor, Permatex, was sponsoring the what is now known as the uh, Xfinity Series event at Daytona. It used to be the Permatex 300. 
Well, wow. So there you go. Back in the 60s and 70s. So um, that's, cool. that's uh, if you if you want to get to know your sponsor, Permatex, better, there's a little history for you to look up. Um, and they were some great races, too. There's some footage on YouTube of those. So, um, okay. So you're going to get, what, what is your goal for this weekend? What will make this a solid weekend in your mind? What is it that you're trying to accomplish in your first race in the Arca Series? What's a goal for you? I think for this race, I think that there is, um, I think that I can't, I have a chance to win because I, wow. have just, I, 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 yeah, <laughs> I hope <so>. no pressure, <laughs> no pressure. And I just think that I have, I do. I think I have a, I, have the, I think that I have the right car and I think that I have the skills to pull that off. Wow. Okay, Ayrton, that's uh that's a big statement. And of course, uh the, the Visconti team is certainly a capable team. Um and I will tell you, if you pull this win off, you you will be you have an automatic invite back to the show uh next Thursday to uh talk with us about it because uh, I love a driver who will call his own shot like you are there. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, it's gonna be a tough field that you're running against. I can I can tell you that so it'll be interesting to see how you make out but um okay so let's talk about briefly what you're doing you've had uh a number of usf 2000 and a couple of f4 starts as well this year um i know that you've you know you've had some different issues and obstacles that you've had to overcome in the events that you've run um other than the arca uh, event. What have you got lined up for the rest of this season that you can tell us about now? Because obviously we know with the virus it changes everything in a hurry sometimes. Right. So um, hopefully after the ARCA series um, this race, I'm going to try to be doing the TRS um, Winter Series in New Zealand. Okay. And that what that is is it's just it's um it's a Formula Three series in New Zealand, and they do it um over the winter over a course of a month. Wow. And every week they do a race. And hopefully that it won't be canceled, and um, I'll be able to try to race. Now, we know that uh, you've got some sponsors to thank. I want to give you a chance to do that. One of them is um, an HGH-related company because you take human growth hormone um, because you have a pituitary gland issue that is uh, kind of stopping you from growing. So you're you're using the HGH to, to support that. We've got about a minute and a half. Talk to us about your sponsors. So uh, my sponsors... Um so HGH is a prescription only drug that it's it's only a replacement therapy. Right. And what that means is it only you only take what your body doesn't produce naturally. And it doesn't do I mean that's all it does. Okay. And and also my sponsors are I'd like to thank Permatex, Nordtrope Bin by Nova Nordisk, Biscani Motorsports, uh Spray 9, Event Tone Wireless, Nextel and right cart and the right cart group well it it's been fun getting to know you a little bit Ayrton. you're a, a very impressive young man and you've got certainly got a, a very ambitious goal um of of making it to f1 that's certainly tough as as we all know um from here to get there um but uh anything is possible uh, if you just work hard enough and you believe um and uh look forward to following your career here like i said if you go out and win the arca race 
we we want to have you back again next Thursday when we can talk to you kind of live uh, uh, and and talk a little bit longer about uh, your background and such. Right, definitely. That'd be that'd be really cool. Okay, so uh, we wish you all the best this weekend in your stock car debut. That is Ayrton Ori. And hey, Ayrton, we are back on. Uh, well, slot back there. We are back on Motorsports Madness, and uh, about uh, thirty seconds or so before the break. Um, again, tall order. I, I don't think Ayrton quite realizes the transition he's going to have between the BMW he drove there the first time and the heavy stock car that he's driving there this time. Um, I talked to him a little bit about it, uh, about it afterward and the difference in the braking points he's going to have to find and whatever. But um, he is a, a very uh, articulate and very talented young racer that a lot of people uh, think very highly of. So it should be a lot of fun to see how he does, and it's certainly fun to get some different voices in on these shows and let you get used to uh, and, and meet some, some of the new talent. It is, and I I expect him to run well. Uh, whether or not he runs as well as he's hoping, I'm yeah. not sure. Well, <laughs> we'll... We'll see what happens. I definitely right. wish him the best because, again, uh, the ARCA race is always up for grabs. We'll be back with more after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun. 
go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back, and we close up the radio portion of Motorsports Madness for another week uh, with the remainder of our picks. Uh, go back to Randy. we got to get to DeGroote's and then uh, yours, I think. <laughs> yeah, so I picked uh, Chase Elliott because I'm not, I'm not a fool. I'm not stupid, so I'm just picking Chase Elliott because, I mean, you know, let's, let's face it. I'm happy um, with Harvick. Nick, Nick picks uh, Martin Truex Jr., but he wanted me to pass along a message to, uh, to Seth um, he's not very good at talking trash, so unfortunately, it's not that great of a joke. But he just says he he basically just said uh, to prepare to lose uh, Monday night in the playoffs. So, yeah, our Monday night racing league. Uh, he and I made the playoffs along with Kyle Busch. Yes, that Kyle Busch. Uh, he won this past Monday night in the trucks at Homestead. Although, to be fair to Nick, uh, I'm the one pro- that's won a Daytona 500 on iRacing. <laughs> Yeah, so, so I mean, like you know. he's you know, yeah, but we're running the Daytona. You Cup won the car. Great American Race, but, but he won the Greatest Spectacle. Bless his heart, he tries to tra- talk trash, but he's just not very good. But we're running the Cup car at Daytona the first week, and then the road course at Daytona oh, the yeah. second week. I'll uh, work on his trash talking skills. For I'll pick Kyle Busch in that one. Go ahead, Randy. Who's your pick? <laughs> I pick Chase Elliott. Uh, okay, so we got all the picks in now. Everybody uh, picks somebody different, which is strange. Yeah, that's interesting <laughs> stuff. Okay, so. Uh, we will close out the radio portion of the show for another week. Uh, appreciate everyone from Sports Byline USA, as well as uh, the folks here at WSIC and our main sponsor, mycomputercareer.edu, additional family partners, uh, strutmasters.com and uh, victorycustomtrailers.com for all of the rest of the hosts and for James and uh, for anyone else who might be important. I'm Tom Baker. See ya. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening. Hello, TV Overtime. Uh, welcome back to Motorsports Madness. This is our overtime segment and a lot to catch up on here. I want to kind of lightning round this a little bit. Uh, if you're just joining us, why? You missed a great show. Um, Tom Baker, Randy Miller. Been? Yeah, where have you been all night? Seth Eggert <laughs> and uh, James Mellick. Um, and, and I want to start with, uh, go back to NASCAR for a moment and start with the fact that uh, I want to ask, is there anyone in this room that wasn't absolutely overjoyed 
that Alex LeBay had the opportunity to basically <laughs> flip NASCAR the finger after he had the the, the ridiculous penalties overturned. Um, I, I just, I, you know, I, I get it, but it's like, come on, man. Well, to be fair, to be fair, in my opinion, it's more that NASCAR dropped the ball when they issued the penalties because one part of the rule that they did not uh, cite in penalizing LeBay was gathering data during the test. Granted, the test was during an SCCA race or a track day, but if they had done that one simple thing, it would have been upheld instead of overturned. Yeah. Well, again, (laughs) just for our audience's sake, so um, what happened here was that... What happened was... Gosselin, um, Mario Gosselin is the team owner, and of course, uh, LeBay, the driver... They were fined fifty thousand dollars and docked seventy five owner points. Uh, Lebay lost seventy five driver points as well because Lebay went to the Daytona Road Course and ran um, the SCCA GT one race a couple weeks ago. I can't help but laugh in, at this because this Xfinity was so car. clever. In, yeah. Xfinity car. In, no. in his Xfinity car. The only difference it's, was he ran Hoosier tires instead of Goodyear. Goodyear, yeah. And, and of course, you're trying to, he's trying to gather data and get some laps on the course. And it's like, well, that's fine. But don't bring your Xfinity car down there. That's a dead giveaway. What you do is you go down there and, and you run somebody else's car. Well, that, like Will Rogers ran the Mazda race uh of, he rented uh, Brad Perez's car. Right. You change your name to something that no one will ever figure <laughs> out, like Brian France, um, <laughs> and, and you go you go run the deal. And, and don't worry about it. Don't bring your Xfinity car there. But anyway, uh, so they, they caught him because they had social media posts of him doing it. And uh, NASCAR caught him, find him. But uh, the, the appeal committee, Chuck Deary, Jay Signori, and Kevin Whitaker, um, overturned the um the the penalties because as you say nascar wasn't clear because he it says you can't test a private vehicle he wasn't testing it he was actually competing in an scca event so (laughs) how they they found the biggest loophole (laughs) that there is and i'm pretty sure that come Either the Roval or next year's rule book, that loophole will no longer exist. Yeah, no. <laughs> How does an Xfinity car qualify for an SCCA uh, GT1 uh, car? SCCA it, has different classifications that they run. Is there a it, run what you run class? No, well, there's a class in which you can run older Xfinity cars and older Cup uh, cars. Older, yeah. So okay. V8. Power. I that, gotcha. Although, to be fair, what because I have a driver that I'm working with who's done that a couple times with an old Budweiser car. Although, to be fair, what LeBay and, and company dr- came with was a current composite body Xfinity yeah. car. <laughs> exactly. So th- that that made it a little worse. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna cheat, you gotta be cleverer about it. Um, whatever. <laughs> I mean, if you put the monopoly money on the board, somebody's gonna pick it up. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's, I mean, it's just funny. It's, it's... So, so, anyways, uh, I I had to address that here because I thought it would be some good discussion. I I I think that was so doggone clever, even though they did it wrong. I thought it was uh, very well, quick thinking on their part. Well, and uh, <laughs> just to be clear, they actually had uh, two competitors in class. <laughs> Believe it or not, they were not testing. They were not. 
they're not uh, regular drivers either. Yeah. They're just people who somehow own old steel body Xfinity right. cars. Yeah, no, so, that's what I said. I've got a driver who's yeah. who's doing something. And, and I think LeBay was leading class seven laps in when NASCAR made him <laughs> stop. Yeah, it's the other thing. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't win. Who, who sits up there in the booth and goes, wait a minute, wait a second. Was, I know that car. It was on social media. There were right. pictures well, of it on but social still, media. I mean, like, don't, don't it's not like, you know, he could sneak oh, into, you know, yeah. a, a movie or something, you know, and be undetected. It's like, you know, you, know, you see the giant Xfinity hauler come in, you know, to the track and unload uh, the well, car. It, it wasn't a giant Xfinity hauler. You have to remember for uh, DGM Racing, they're based in Florida. So he probably under- drove it to the track. Uh, my under- practically drive it to the track. Uh, my, my understanding is uh, they just hauled it to the track on the back of uh, uh, Dooley. There you, oh, go. there you go. So it Nobody wasn't their regular hauler. Yeah. yeah. Nobody will At least that's my understanding. <laughs> and he made it how many laps in before they realized seven. It? So yeah, well, seven it's laps. not that they. That's how long it took NASCAR to get from across the street to the track to stop him. The only <laughs> <laughs> somebody looking out their office window. They're like, wait a second, hold on a minute. The one, only... two, three. Hold on, I gotta carry the one. Wait, that car's not if legal. If you're gonna do that, it's like just take the hood of the car, put the NASCAR bars across it, the big smiley well, face. Hi, NASCAR. Well, <laughs> well he should have waited when he rode when he drove out the start finish line. Well, to yeah. be fair, it was just a blank black car, I and know. it wasn't even their was, regular yeah. numbers. They he was running the number ninety one. <laughs> just crazy. Okay, um, on to the next topic. The, is it? Is it cool that the Triple Truck Challenge kicks off at the Daytona Road Course? Could you think of a better way to do the Triple Truck Challenge this year than just start it at the road course? You know, you just made me think of something. Yes. Say Alex Tagliani wins. Does he go for the Triple Truck Challenge? Well, I was wondering (laughs) about that because you got to remember, see, Kyle Busch is a sneaky dude. Yeah. Because he he brought in Biffle last year. Year was it last year? Or the yeah, year it was last year. Last year, and Biffle wins at what Texas? Was at it Texas? Texas? Yeah. But the rules back then wouldn't let wouldn't him. Let... But they've changed the rules yeah, since now then. You can do that. So yeah. I mean, I think if I was an owner, I'd want to to have that fifty thousand dollars in the bank just in case my car gets wrecked. I'd be able to afford to pay for the damages to it after yeah. that race at the road course. So I just think that uh, honestly, I think it's a great way to kick things off and in that. Um, and then, of course, Dover and uh, Gateway. Yeah, and something compete. else I do want to point out: uh, Cup drivers cannot compete in Correct. the Truck Series the rest of the year. Woohoo! Uh, Xfinity, I think they have maybe. I think they can run one more race the rest of the year in the Truck Series. Outside of that, uh, it's all truck regulars the rest of the year. It's uh, well, and see, it it should be at this yeah. point. We're so close to the end of the season. I just hate seeing. You know, the cup guys come in and, and uh, you know, again, it's like I keep talking about it, but it, it isn't so much even that they take the win. It's like, let them win if you want, but um, somebody else gets the money and somebody else gets the points. You got to take care of the series regulars in my in my book. And that's I, it isn't just Kyle. It, that would be true of anybody. I still like my rule, which is that as soon as you win your first cup race, you can't go back down. I would say I agree with that unless it's a brand new track that the truck series has been going to for years. Like you I know, still say you can't go back uh, down. Ju- just my personal opinion. <laughs> I mean, I just yeah, I just don't want to see those guys, you know, taking money and points away from the. Uh, well, I, the I feel regular. like after a certain amount of time has lapsed, maybe you will be allowed to go back down, like have like five years or three years. Well, they they tried doing they tried doing that in which uh, it was staggered if you had. Uh, X number of years you could run whatever you wanted. 
And if you're over that, you're limited to, I think, five races or seven races or well, something yeah, but like see, that. See, there again, Kyle comes in, wins five races, yeah. and that's five less regulars in the playoffs or whatever. You know, it takes away stage points and whatever. I just don't think, you know, I think it should be like they're not there. If yeah, they I, win, I, fine, they win. But I, you know. I think Johnny Soller might actually have won one of those races. And right now he's over a race out after all the penalties he's oh, gotten this year. Well, at least this we're only is... three races away from Kyle Busch never being in an Xfinity car again. Yeah, I know. I was hoping he would just win Well, except he has it. that caveat, if the sponsor wants me. Oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully they won't. But uh, and, and again, they're going to need cars for their development guys because they got no cup cars at the top level. Uh, once uh, Bush and Hamlin and, and Truex get replaced, they got a young team for quite a while and no other cars. So, going to be interesting. Anyways, uh, a lot of fun. We should um, should have a, a great weekend of racing. I hope that Mother Nature stays away. Uh, I also want to just call attention to the fact that at Hickory Motor Speedway, the national championship on the line right now as we go down the stretch, Ryan Millington and Josh Berry. Hickory, the center of the universe for the NASCAR National Late Model title. That's it. We're done. Have a great week. Bye.